Football fans far and wide, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 3 of the Football v. Football podcast. We're back with, you guessed it, another NFL fantasy football ranking, this time for quarterbacks. At number 32, we have Geno Smith. Uh, Disaster, pain, tanking conservatism and lack of courage by Pete Carroll just mid mismanagement really very clearly looking at uh, top of next year's draft for a QB and there's not much to uh, say about this other than that so we're just gonna leave Geno Smith here at number 32 Number 31, Jacoby Brissett. Deshaun Watson can't be played in fantasy, uh, missing 11 games almost the whole fantasy season. Similar to Geno Smith, just a backup in a starting role. Has some good weapons with uh, Amari Cooper and great running backs with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Maybe if he can limit some mistakes, he'll be okay. But OK is about the ceiling for Jacoby Brissett. So we're going to put him here at number 31. At number 30, I have Trey Lance from the San Francisco 49ers. The ranking I'm seeing of this guy is crazy. He's top 10, top 15 in some rankings, which I don't understand at all. If you watch his tape from last year... To be blunt, he looks like a dollar store version of Colin Kaepernick. He can run, but just fires the ball out with minimal accuracy. I didn't see anything special from him last year. Doesn't have a lot of pedigree. Even from college, I don't understand the hype. And I actually think Jimmy Garoppolo might take back his spot at some point this season. So at 30, I have Trey Lance. At 29, I got Zach Wilson from the New York Jets. He's going to be out for three to four weeks uh, to start the season, and Joe Flacco is going to uh, start in his place. Looked promising through college and the combine on pro day last year, uh, but wasn't really able to translate that to the NFL I don't know that his body has proven to be able to take the hits in the NFL. He'll have to show something this season to stick around. So at 29, I have Zach Wilson. At 28 here, we have Mitch Trubisky from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He has a nice skill set in theory. He's mobile, has a good you know, he has a, a good QB form and a good QB skill set. But the position, it seems to be, his, his, his position IQ seems to be a little low. He underperforms in big moments. Uh, the situation here um, that he's in is a little better than he's been in previous ones. We'll see if he can take a bit of a leap in Pittsburgh. And number 28, Mitch Trubisky. Number 27 here, we have Jared Goff 
from the Detroit Lions, the narrative of him being a system quarterback and his arm having been controlled by Sean McVay's mind has manifested itself in Detroit. Simply subpar, nothing exceptional about this guy. Uh, Position IQ doesn't seem to be that great. Offensive supporting cast, not as good as it was in L.A. when when he was with the Rams as well. And all of this seems to be exposing him. Uh, maybe his receivers, Amon Ross A. Brown and rookie uh, Jamison Williams, prop him up a bit this year. That's yet to be seen. So at number 27, Jared Goff. At number 26, we have Jameis Winston from the New Orleans Saints. I think at some point his job could be taken by Andy Dalton if you know Jameis Winston's uh LASIK goes bad but uh his high you know TD totals of previous years can't be denied uh, always in tandem though with high interceptions this guy is a quintessential gunslinger throughout his career his physical movements have been amongst the most awkward I've ever seen uh, nothing about him as a QB uh, makes sense, but he continues to yield results, so I can't really put him any lower than this for now. So at 26, Jamison Winston. Jameis Winston. At 25 here, we have Daniel Jones from the New York G-Men. Best thing I can say about this guy is he's a great runner of the football, very fast. Unfortunately, one of the Turf Monsters' favorite targets in a continuously comical situation in New York with the Giants who can't seem to put together a good team. He actually has some pretty good receivers in Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney and uh, Sterling Shepard and a great running back in, in Saquon Barkley when healthy. But that when healthy tag can be this offense's slogan given how aptly it fits. So at 25, Daniel Jones. 24, I got Baker Mayfield from the Carolina Panthers. It could be a comeback, but not a Kobe comeback at 24, but a comeback nonetheless. That comeback should be tied to his connection with DJ Moore, who's an exceptional receiver. Another receiver on his team, Robbie Anderson, has great potential as well and is unleashed when he gets enough targets, but that hasn't been um, the case in recent years, and he's um, kind of been inclined to uh, yelling at uh, quarterbacks uh, that don't um, uh, uh, kind of follow his uh, wanting to get him more targets, so... um, over the years, it's kind of destabilized uh, the offense and, and, and disrupted the offense and its chemistry. Uh, Baker Mayfield is going to be looking to uh, to prove his uh, professionalism and um, you know seriousness as a quarterback here, given what the Browns publicized about him um, not being an adult. Uh, he won't get uh, many more chances, if um, if any, if this doesn't work out. Uh, he's a little erratic but has some solid skills, and he'll have to show them to hold off his backup, uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, Looking forward to to seeing what happens in this situation. It'll all come down to how he responds to that pressure. So 
at 24, Baker Mayfield. 23, we have Carson Wentz from the Washington Commander. Dude's ready to, you know, take command. Uh, makes sense since there are a lot of commanders in the Pentagon. ATN shout out. So just a few years ago, this guy was an MVP candidate. Has some exceptional athletic skills. Just seems to come up small in big moments. That showed itself big time last season in the unbelievable Colts end of season collapse. Seem to be stories about how uh, emotional and sensitive he is behind the scenes. Overall, I do like the commander's offensive weapons, especially if Brian Robinson recovers and he's able to play this season. But Carson's success really hinges on his mentality and putting everything together. So at 23, Carson Wentz. At 22, we have Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee Titans. The issue here is a short rope with Malik Willis being drafted um, fairly high in the draft this past year and having some impressive preseason moments. But Tannehill undeniably thrives in good situations. He took uh, Mariota's job with his uh, great downfield passing and mobility. Ultimately, he has some limitations in big moments. Fans always look for higher ceilings as they will be with uh, Malik Willis in this uh, situation. Uh, the Titans drafted uh, some great offensive weapons to complement the offense in, you know, receiver Traylon Burks and running back uh, Hassan Haskins. So if he avoids mistakes and comes up a little bigger in in big moments, Tannehill can potentially have another great year um, if he can hold off Malik Willis. So at number 22, Ryan Tannehill. At number 21, I have Justin Fields from the Chicago Bears. I honestly don't see the upside uh, a lot of other people see. Some people have compared him to Russell Wilson. He has great pedigree uh, coming out of college and running ability and elusiveness. Uh, we really don't know enough yet, but from what I've seen, he has several rounds of development to go through to meet the potential he showed coming out of college. So at 21, Justin Fields. At 20, we have Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville Jaguars, one of the most highly rated quarterback prospects coming out of college, uh, probably most since Andrew Luck and got unfortunately, you know, he was unfortunate to land with a uh, coaching staff um, and, you know, a guy with a college mentality in Urban Meyer uh, really stunted his growth. Uh, now he has some solid receivers. I think Evan Ingram is going to be very valuable for him and his fantastic Clemson running mate, Travis Etienne. He has an opportunity to take a huge leap this year and be most improved player, in my opinion. Um, but I think that's his ceiling. Um, overall, his team isn't top tier, so I don't see them doing anything other than maybe contending for the final AFC playoff spot. But getting his career rolling with a QB-friendly coach like Doug Peterson is enough to get excited about his season. So at number 20, Trevor Lawrence. At 19 here, 
I have Marcus Mariota from the Atlanta Falcons. I've always been a big believer in this guy, one of the fastest and best running QBs in the league. He's conservative and accurate, reminds me of prime Alex Smith, um, kind of a game manager par excellence. He had a great game as a backup in uh, Las Vegas, which earned him this starting job in Atlanta. I think he deserves this second chance, and I anticipate some success here. So at 19, Marcus Mariota. At 18 here, Davis Mills, Houston Texans. He got an opportunity by mistake last year. The Texans were trying to tank, and he was just too good, and it backfired on him. Turned lemons into lemonade, turned doubters into dust, country time style. Still doesn't have a great receiving uh, weapons, uh, but that didn't stop him last year. Uh, so he has, in my opinion, the new best running back in the league and Damian Pierce to shoulder some of the burden. And I actually think Davis Mills is poised for a breakout season. So I have him at number 18. Number 17, Matt Ryan from the Indianapolis Colts. A very solid quarterback and has been his whole career. His pedigree, um, he was an MVP. He should have won a Super Bowl. Only reason he's this low is his age, essentially. One of the oldest quarterbacks in the league. He's starting to regress a little bit. Uh, he's still a great quarterback, in my opinion. Um that has better weapons in Indianapolis than he did in Atlanta. And I think he should have a solid season. So at number 17, Matt Ryan. 16, Tua Tagovailoa from the Miami Dolphins. This ranking heavily is heavily based on his ability to utilize his tremendous offensive weapons. Tyreek. Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki, a number of great running backs, uh, Raheem Mostert, Miles Gaskin, Savan Ahmed, Ahmed uh, many others. Uh, he showed a lot coming out of Alabama, then had some hiccups in the NFL. I'm hoping he got some good mentorship from uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. His new head coach, um, was a great offensive mind from the 49ers and part of the Shanahan coaching tree. I think the, all the pieces are there for him to have a great season. Just has to put it all together. So number 16, Tua Tagovailoa. 15 here, starting off the, the top half of the quarterback ranking, Mac Jones from the New England Patriots. I was surprised by how efficient and cool under pressure this guy was or was last year. He had uh, big shoes to fill following Tom Brady, uh, but he's been doing it admirably. He's methodical in his approach in connecting with receivers. He gets a really good weapon this year in Devontae Parker. Um, he has two great tight ends in uh, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. He has a stable of great running backs. Talking about Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, J.J. Taylor, Kevin Harris, 
Um, they have plenty of guys. The only thing keeping him this low is the system he's in is very questionable. A defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, is running the offense. And Bill Belichick uh, is the most difficult to figure out coach in the league. There was a game last year against the Bills where he basically ran running plays the entire game and gave Jones only three pass attempts where he completed two, by the way. So just the randomness of this coaching staff and system keeps him this low in the ranking, but I think there is an opportunity for him to rise next year. Uh, I think he has a pretty high ceiling. So at number 15, Mac Jones. Number 14, Jalen Hurts from the Philadelphia Eagles. I see a lot of rankings projecting him to make a big jump this year, like a jump into the top five potentially. I really don't see a lot of indication of that from last year. He's undoubtedly, um, he has great offensive weapons and he's mobile, but I don't see him as the potentially transcendent talent many are projecting. Uh, I don't see anything elite about his game as a quarterback. I don't see it, or I didn't see it in college at Alabama either, to be honest. He's a good quarterback in a good situation. But to go any higher in the ranking than this, uh, he's going to have to prove something and accomplish more this year. So, 14, Jalen Hurts. 13, we have old reliable Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings. A tremendous quarterback with a lot of skill and great weapons. Has a little bit of elusiveness. Uh, His biggest issue... And it is more significant, of course, in real-life football than in fantasy is his ability to perform in the clutch. He has done it before. As a Seahawks supporter, I've seen him do it. But in most instances, he makes mistakes with uh, games on the line. So because he's missing that one key quarterback element, I'm putting him here at lucky number 13. At 12, I have Matt Stafford from the Los Angeles Rams. After what we saw last year, we all realized what a shame it was that he spent all those years toiling in Detroit when his ability with a good team immediately yielded a Super Bowl title. He's a great quarterback with a cannon for an arm, possibly the best wide receiver duo in the league with Cooper Cup and the arrival of Allen Robinson. And I have a feeling Odell Beckham will rejoin this team as well at some point this season. The only issue going against him at this point is age, which has started to manifest itself in a nagging elbow injury. If he can keep that in check, though, and get Allen Robinson heavily involved this year, I see great things for Stafford. So at number 12, Matthew Stafford. Number 11, we have Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not going to make any video game jokes here because I think Kyler's success in the league at his size is really exceptional. And even though he's in the same division as my Seahawks, I wish him nothing but continued success. And he's going to need those 
wishes this year as he starts the first six games without his best receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. There, of course, are other good receivers on the team, along with Zach Ertz at tight end and a serviceable running back core. But it won't be until Hopkins returns that this will all come together for big numbers. He's a tremendous runner in addition to being a great thrower of the football. I look forward to him propelling into the top 10 conversation next year. But this year, Kyler Murray, number 11. Starting the top 10 here, I have Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens. He's a runner. He's a track star. And there's no hate there. It's just the truth. Uh, Possibly the best running quarterback of all time but far from the most accurate, particularly in the mid-range and downfield. His tight ends and running backs will eat all day with the short stuff. The best thing he could do this season is trust Rashad Bateman enough to throw it just in his vicinity and have those catches uh, bring both of them more confidence. But the big X factor here is he's been avoiding major injury for a few years now, but when he runs, it's reckless, it's confrontational, and I don't think I've ever seen him slide. And if he doesn't tweak that running method this year, unfortunately, I think it's only a matter of time before that injury hits him. I'm not wishing for that. I just think it'll happen. So hopefully he adjusts. Um, But... uh, Like I said, he has a great receiver uh, to start throwing downfield to in Rashad Bateman. Um, So it could be a great season for Lamar Jackson. But for now, I'm keeping him at number 10. And number 9, we have Dak Prescott from the Dallas Cowboys. He's an incredibly talented all-around quarterback. Has all the tools, poised, great player has had bad injury luck so far in his career, and bad coaching has really limited the success of this team. Uh, Not allowing Pollard to be more involved as a runner, but more importantly in this instance as a pass-catching back, has been such a shame and to the detriment of Dak and the Cowboys. The receiving weapons are solid, but not the best in the league. I think C.D. Lamb is ideally more so a wide receiver two on a championship team. And Michael Gallup is a wide receiver three. At tight end, um, Dalton Schultz and rookie uh, uh, Jake Ferguson have some uh, good potential to elevate the offense, I think. Uh, Cooper Rush, their their offensive coordinator, um, has a real opportunity to uh, move Zeke into situational runs and unleash Pollard which will help the overall offense and and Dak I think um, so I think Dak's success hinges hinges on that so at number nine Dak Prescott at number eight we have Derek Carr from the Las Vegas Raiders There's been a lot of shade thrown at this guy, but I have a very high opinion of his QB skills and passion for the game. He's been in bad organizational situations, and things are finally coming together this year, I think. 
there's a lot of talk about Devontae Adams regressing, uh, moving from Rodgers to Derek Carr. But some people forget Carr and Devontae played together in college at Fresno State. So there's a strong possibility their connection could be even better than Devontae with Rodgers. Yes, I said it. It might be better. I think it will be better. How about that? So at number eight, Derek Carr. And number seven, Russell Wilson from the Denver Broncos. That sounds weird to say. Um, I'm hoping he gets stomped week one, a Monday night in Seattle. But thereafter, I anticipate their new coach Hackett will unleash him in a passing offense, showing all of the strengths, which are numerous. And this guy has a strong desire to win in clutch moments. Just ask his son. But it'll also reveal his weaknesses. As someone that's followed the Seahawks closely his whole career, he struggles with mid-range throws, particularly in the middle of the field, and his speed is diminishing a bit. So he's been taking more sacks recently. But overall, his QB set and acumen land him here at number 7. At number six, we have Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. This guy's been composed, poised, and an all-around excellent quarterback since college. Unfortunate with a brutal injury early in his career, but he bounced back last year with a tremendous Super Bowl run, has two of the league's best receivers as targets, and he has a very high upside. So at number six, Joe Burrow. Number five, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. I know people will say that this is too high. But there have been many years where he's gone into seasons with unproven receivers and turned them into stars for their team. Has some promising rookies to work with in Watson and Dobbs. Robert Tunyon is a solid tight end. He has, of course, solid running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. But most importantly, Rodgers' QB IQ is top tier. And that's been proven year after year. So at number five, Aaron Rodgers. Number four, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The oldest quarterback in the league. Again, until he shows us weaknesses or indications of decline, he's a top-tier quarterback that's always a Super Bowl threat. He has great depth added to his receiving core with Julio Jones and Russell Gage, Kyle Rudolph, Kate Otten, a potentially great running back in Rashad White. Plus, he got in a nice late vacation to the Bahamas right before the season, so he'll no doubt be ready to go back to work. Everything's lining up for him to have another tremendous season. Tom Brady, number four. Rounding into the top three here, at number three, we have Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs. Still one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. 
He's a rare talent, as we all know, with his ability to move out of the pocket and make plays with both hands. What brings him down a little bit is the loss of Tyreek Hill, one of the best receivers in the game, and a guy that sped past all defensive backs, making Mahomes look even greater. Replacing him with Juju and um, MVS, who are not as special, obviously, but they're serviceable. Of course, he still has uh, Kelsey, a uh, top tight end, and potentially a great running back situation if Coach Reed you know, decides to uh, give Isaiah Pacheco uh, playing time. Um, I, know I, I know Andy Reed has been uh, stingy with rookies in the past, but uh, I think it would really behoove him to uh, give Pacheco a chance, giving his rare talent. I think if everything comes together this year, they can make another quarterback run, and so Patrick Mahomes at number three. And number two here, we have Justin Herbert from the Los Angeles Chargers. His receiver combo, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, are the perfect combo. The former is an elite possession receiver, the latter a big deep threat with ability and elusiveness. He has solid tight ends and running backs, especially if Isaiah Spiller gets some time. Uh, he's a tremendous pre- playmaker as evidenced in that end of season game last year versus the Raiders. One of the greatest quarterbacks performances I'd ever seen converting all those fourth downs for the game on with, with the game on the line with the season on the line. He's incredible, and I think he takes a big step in this, his third year. Number two, Justin Herbert. And of course, that brings us to number one, Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. He's ahead of Herbert by the slightest of margins. His wide receiver one, Stephon Diggs, is one of the best receivers Gabriel Davis, he's excelling as a wide receiver too. Even Isaiah McKenzie is a great receiver. He has slightly worse uh, um, tight ends and uh, running backs compared to to Herbert. Um, But he is undoubtedly one of the best running quarterbacks and makes consistently makes plays and he's on a great team in a great situation there are many many people projecting him as the MVP this year and it looks like this will be the year that everything comes together uh, possibly a Super Bowl victory as well which I know Buffalo Bills fans would love so Josh Allen at number one So here is a list of all the quarterbacks. And just to recap the rankings here, Josh Allen at number one, Justin Herbert number two, Patrick Mahomes at number three, Tom Brady at number four, Aaron Rodgers at five, Joe Burrow at six, Russell Wilson at seven, Derek Carr at eight, 
Dak Prescott at 9, Lamar Jackson at 10, Kyler Murray at 11, Matt Stafford at 12, Kirk Cousins at 13, Jalen Hurts at 14, Mac Jones at 15, Tua Tagovailoa at 16, Matt Ryan at 17, Davis Mills at 18, Marcus Mariota at 19, Trevor Lawrence at 20, Justin Fields at 21, Ryan Tannehill at 22, Carson Wentz at 23, Baker Mayfield at 24, Daniel Jones at 25, Jameis Winston at 26, Jared Goff at 27, Mitch Trubisky at number 28, Zach Wilson at 29, Trey Lance at 30, Jacoby Brissett at 31, Geno Smith at 32. I want you all to let me know your thoughts in the comments. Do you agree? Do you disagree? How would you do things differently? And before you go, you can follow this podcast and watch us on YouTube at Football v Football. It's also available on Spotify here. Again, at Football v Football. You can follow us on Instagram. You can see football underscore v underscore football. And on Twitter, at Fball v Fball. And finally, if you'd like to kindly support this podcast... You can do so on Kofi at ko-fi.com forward slash football v football. So thanks all again for listening to this podcast and have a fantastic day. Football.